Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Spiritual Nomad Podcast. I have a lovely guest back on the show with me today, and uh, we got a whole lot of explaining to do because about, I don't know when that episode went out that you sat here with me and talked about how I needed to take a break from the Spiritual Nomad. Oh my gosh. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a minute. And uh, I think, if memory serves me correct, I think it was back in like May or June. Yeah, the spring. Which is, it might have been May. I think it was. Which is actually incredible because that was the beginning of my, um, that was the beginning of the growing pains pattern. Mm. So it's, it's actually really interesting that I took a break from really anything spiritual nomad during Mm. the time of growing pains. So makes sense. All right, well, let's bring people up to speed because they're probably really confused (laughs) so far. So, uh, back in May, uh, I had been feeling a stirring to take a break with the spiritual nomad again. I've always taken intermittent breaks with this. It's always been a hobby. Uh, actually five years ago this month, January of 2017 is when I recorded the very first spiritual nomad podcast and really, uh, created this to be, um, you know, a brand for all intents and purposes, but it was not really thought to be that at the time. Mm -mm. It was just like a way to externally process, um, what I was going through mm-hmm. in, you know, really the, the early years of my deconstruction from Christianity, you know, yeah. months ago, this is January, 2022 months ago in May, I talked about taking a break from the spiritual nomad, mm-hmm. uh, really because at that point in time, we were discerning what was happening with our church plant here yes. in San Diego, which there's a whole lot with that too. <laughs> and, um, then a whole bunch of stuff has happened through that growing pains. It was during that time that we found out about the pattern app too. Yeah. If you're unfamiliar with the pattern, the pattern just takes your birth chart, your astrological birth chart and really synthesizes it in a way that gives you like little bite sized tidbits for what you can be looking for mm-hmm. in your future and what you're presently going through and just a way to, uh, just really interpret that, uh, mm-hmm. for those of you listening. And, um, that's, about the time that we got introduced to that. And so anyways, we'll talk through a little bit of the growing pains and then um, really where we're at right now with relaunching everything with a different heart Um, because spiritual nomad has always been a hobby and always been something that has been something that I've done whenever something just sort of comes up or comes to mind or again, it's to release and express some things. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like an extra, a place to externally process with people who, uh, (laughs) love me and accept me in digital (laughs) worlds. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And, um, it's really fun though now to, uh, pursue this from a place of, of real like passion and Mm -hmm. dare I say calling, um, and really look at it in that lens and through that view. And so, uh, what I really want to talk about today with you helping me here now that we've put the kids to bed and got everything all set up (laughs) to record, um, is help me sort of process this because like I told you, I recorded an episode like this by myself and I'm like, you know, it would be way more interesting for listeners if you would join me again. And because you did that last one with me. Yeah, that's true. It would be fun to have you back on to talk through this with you. Yeah. And then also to um, just some ways that you are going to be entering into the scene with me uh, in this next phase of life that will include this platform as well. Does that yeah. sound good? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so good. Okay. So, um, let's do this. I'm a chronological sort of person. Okay. I like to start from the beginning and the Me way too. that my mind works. I like to just make steps towards where we're at and then, you know, we can project into the future. I don't want to project too much because, um, I think that I've started and stopped with this podcast long enough that people are like, <laughs> yeah, you're full of it you we'll know see. <laughs> yeah i'm trying to not cuss as much yeah on here because i'm recording this for youtube as well and i'm trying to keep my youtube clean because it's monetized and i already have gotten one strike and i don't need any more well, i'll help you thank you okay <laughs> so uh i digress 
let's start five years ago. Okay. Let's go back to January 2017. Because we talked a little bit about the history in that final podcast, too. Yeah. And I did one Instagram live. I know I'm talking a whole bunch here. I apologize. Okay. I did one Instagram live that was, and I put the audio of it here on the podcast feed, and it was only speak if you have something to say. Okay. And that's the only episode that exists in between the one that we did and this one right here. Oh, I'm sorry. I posted one last week that was the audio of YouTube, and it was eight signs that you're growing spiritually. Oh, that's right. So two episodes that are in between this big lapse. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So we really, I really didn't do anything. Yeah. Like for real. Really didn't. (laughs) I I mean, I did some stuff on Instagram and and you even like called me out on it. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was just, yeah, I don't, I wanted you to commit to what that was, you know? And what was that? Okay listeners may be happy about this forget five years ago for right now okay Okay. i've talked about the origin of this podcast so many times that people probably know it by now uh you know the the 30 second version is we moved to san diego to plant the church that didn't go out quite as well i was in a deep state of depression i had to go (laughs) get another job that wasn't ministry i was deconstructing hard during that time i really needed a place to expound on that i found a community online as I began to post and you know, it's been intermittent and you know, I've had great people on the show and it's been a beautiful ride, but it's been here and there. And yeah. there you go. There's the last yeah. five years. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> for, for, for spiritual nomad. Yeah. Okay. No, it's through good. that though. I've toyed with going back into ministry multiple times Yeah, and have. Yes. Yeah. Went on staff at a progressive Christian church um, you know, we were even before that though, potentially going on staff at the charismatic church mm-hmm. in San Marcos. <laughs> so like whole bunch of stuff. Okay. Let's just take it from here and rewind then. Okay. Yeah. Revisiting that's a little weird, but yeah. Let's just rewind just a little bit Okay. because the reality is, um, the stage that is set for us to launch now has been through the refining fire over the past nine months. Mm-hmm. And I really think that people who have listened to this podcast and continue to still listen to it, it's amazing through all of the months that I've not posted every single day, there's still downloads on the podcast. Yeah. You know, may, some as little as only, you know, 20 downloads mm-hmm. or sometimes I get on there and I'm like, 200 people have listened to this. I'm not even <laughs> active. I'm not even doing anything, you know, yeah. and it's like, it's wild, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it would be, uh, good to, to visit some of that, of what's happened and where we were at and, uh, the reason for the hiatus for a little bit. Yeah. Which I'm trying to remember. I, I, because that was just shortly before I started feeling like current wasn't it was not something was definitely shifting. Like I could tell, I don't think I realized it was going to come to an end yet. I think I was just unhappy with where we were at. Mm -hmm. So that happened in like June though. So you're saying in May that that's so interesting. I didn't really think about it in that way. Well, it happened earlier because, uh, it really was around April that I started to get frustrated with in for, for those of you that are on, uh, don't know what current is current current collective church is the church plant that we uh, mm-hmm. started here um, in Carlsbad in um, July July of 2020 yeah so uh, in pandemic time yeah um, I left the progressive church in Oceanside to uh, meet on the beach and meditate yes <laughs> yes and to do this this reimagined church yeah and it was incredible and it served an awesome purpose but when we when when I asked you to to have a conversation with me about taking a break from the podcast it was really because we were still doing that church plant yeah and it's been such an interesting thing to do dueling things that are at times in seemingly in opposition to Mm -hmm. each other but it's because we have like different we're very complex beings 
like the as human beings we like it's not that we're trying to be two-faced or yeah. schizophrenic in our you know uh being this way in front of that person or that way in front of this person right. like I don't think it's that I think it is really just human nature to have a lot of different dynamics to who you are in your human experience yeah. like it, it's yeah. not well in trying to like I feel like we're trying to still be church you know and it's like some stuff's not accepted yet in that space and some things are right. and we were trying to kind of merge some things without being too abrupt right too quickly we were trying to be gentle and we knew spiritual nomad was a what could be very abrasive yes. for people that were attending and it was already kind of pushing things i think for some of them it totally. was like oh this is definitely different than the normal we're having conversations about things that are like this could be, you know, kind of risky in the church and stuff. So I feel like we were protected. With current? With current, yeah. yeah. And, um, but I think, yeah. So I think separating spiritual nomad from current was like a no-brainer. Because we were just like, this would be. Right. This this would freak people out. Right. You know, like. Right. And, and so and- <laughs> I, the heart really was to reimagine church because, um you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, like obviously there is a, a real frustration with, with, you know, Western evangelical expression, you know, Mm -hmm. but I have this weird comfortability with it that I always end up going back to it. It's like a, it's just a cycle of going back to that over and over. And with current, it started as this really unique meditation thing on the beach, Mm -hmm. but it also had worship, but there wasn't a teaching, but there was scripture with Lectio Divina. Like it was really experimental and cool, but it got to a point where doing it for so many months and in the midst of COVID and everything, I was feeling so tempted to uh, just go back to those very charismatic evangelical roots to get some sort of establishment happening because it did feel just so ambiguous at times of like what we were really doing. And I knew the vision of it, but uh, it was just hard to always articulate that because, because of the uh, ambiguity of contemplative Christianity to people who have come from evangelical circles, they just don't understand the real mission because it's it's not a like get everybody riled up to go save the lost sort of space yeah yeah and no. so it was hard for people to really get on board with some of that and i think yeah you know when when i felt like i had to take a break from spiritual nomad it's cuz i really was feeling like i needed to decide what we were going to be doing with with mm-hmm. the church plant because taking it, it farther it was at a crossroads and yeah. I remember at that time we started meeting in a church for a little bit. Yeah. And that, tell me how that felt. That, well, I initially wasn't sure, but the thing is, is like nothing, not nothing. I'm always a little reserved. I'm taking different steps and I wasn't sure the direction we were really wanting to take this thing. Yeah. And I don't think me and you were fully like, like seeing it together. Mm-hmm. It was just like, well, maybe this thing will, will work. Maybe, maybe if we do this, if we go here, that'll change it. That'll, it'll evolve into the right thing, you know? But yeah, when we started meeting there, it was like, I knew it just didn't, it just didn't feel right. Right. You know? Yeah. It felt very, and that's where I was like, man, like, what are we going to do really? Yeah. Because if this thing is going to go in the route of, yeah evangelicalism whatever like we need to get in a building we need to start doing this do the thing yeah and and i just felt like we were always swimming upstream when we were doing that always and and it's like yeah this just is not the there's not the favor for this Mm -hmm. to to come to, to life you know yeah and so whenever taking a break from the spiritual nomad it was like well well maybe i just need to cut everything out of my life yeah that is not current collective yeah and yeah hyper focused on like yes being a church planter yeah and the only model we know really you know (laughs) yep and and so it's like doing that 
but all the while really trying to embody a different type of church reality. Yes. Like church reimagined was one of our taglines. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it was interesting because no matter how much we tried to do the reimagined thing, it always, at least within me, would always gravitate back towards the familiar known mm-hmm. path of success. And it's like, I didn't, I think a lot of people experienced a different expression, but I yeah. just didn't, I couldn't see from my vantage point then where the sustainability was in that. Right. You know, it would always just be a small group. Yeah. And I was at that point really like, I just can't have this just be a small group. Mm-hmm. Like I have a bigger vision for this. Yeah. Uh, but the people that were engaged at the time were not interested in no. that bigger vision. And they vocalized it. Right. And especially, I mean, you set up so many times asking, what do you guys think about, you know, doing this? And it was just always met with, we like it the way it is. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, we, we never asked that in the gathering, but to, to the people. Yes. Individually or whatever. That were on yeah. our leadership. Yeah. 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 And it was just like, Okay, well, we don't want this forever. Right. This isn't what we are. Yeah. This isn't our end game. <laughs> so we, we we decided that spiritual nomad wasn't a good use of my energy at that point yeah. in time. And we thought, hey, I really thought that I would never, I could potentially never do this yeah, again. Yeah, I remember thinking that, which is so weird because all those years prior, I was always like, don't end spiritual nomad. Hang on to it. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, it's important community to keep, yeah to keep doing this. Like it's important and it has its place. Yeah. But at that moment in time, I felt like it was holding us back. Yeah. Oddly. No, it totally was. Yeah. Because it was part of my growing pains. Yeah. And, um, you had some stuff that paralleled with that as well, you know, yeah. as far as your chart goes, but, oh yeah. Um, Feel free to speak to any of that if you'd like. Um, I can't remember what it was specifically. Yeah. Um, Astrology is so fun. It is. Shout out to Frank. We can't yeah. tell his last name because he's <laughs> he still works at a church and he's scared to uh, to uh, admit that, that he's an astrology guru. But he but, has helped us so much. Totally. Shout out to you, Frank. <laughs> you know who you are, baby. Okay. So no more podcast. Yeah. Um, and then really was trying to figure out a time of uh, direction and what we were going to do. We went back to visit family in the Midwest. I came back early and I had a particular experience where I had to uh, come to terms with some of my, um, I had to come to terms with the form of, of things and letting go of the form. Um, It was revealed to me uh, in this experience being very ambiguous about that. I don't know if I should explain what, what I mean by that, (laughs) but um, in this state of consciousness, um, I was, it was revealed to me, God revealed to me um, through a psilocybin mushroom trip. I can edit that out later if you feel uncomfortable with it. I don't care. I don't care. Um, it's all you. Like. Yeah, which is not my first time, but uh, was the biggest uh, the biggest amount that I had been on yet by myself here in the house mm-hmm. over there on the floor having a interesting experience with, you know, uh, Ramadas and East Forest mashup <laughs> playing on repeat for like <laughs> three hours. Oh my gosh. And um, many things were revealed in that. Yeah. But one of the things things that was revealed was that I was continuously clinging to forms when the spirit is essence and the spirit breathes into whatever the spirit breathes into. And when Jesus uh, has that encounter with Nicodemus in John 3 and he says that, no one sees the wind where it's going, you know, they, they feel it. They, they, they can sense the direction that it is. This isn't direct translation people, but Jesus is saying where the wind blows, it's the spirit where the spirit blows. It's the same word for spirit and breath is, uh, you know, same, same word, you know, Numa 
And uh, I just realized that I was attaching myself to the forms of things, not following the spirit for the essence of what wants to come into existence, what wants to manifest by following the path of the spirit, wherever the spirit may lead. Uh, the spirit of truth will lead you into all truth, Jesus says. And uh, the spirit of truth doesn't lead you into playing the greatest hits. The spirit of truth leads you into creating new things that have ancient truth. Mm-hmm. And um, and so anyways, all of that to say is that I really was being faced with letting go of the form of current collective because I was attaching my success to an organization being birthed and sustainable by a Sunday service. Mm-hmm. And I was sacrificing elements of myself in order to make that happen by putting my trust, not in the source, but in the manifestation or the results of whatever I thought that source should be making my projections on that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I felt very, uh, very detached from needing to continue with current. I felt very detached from the, from the brand or the label or the, whatever it is that we've created. Like I felt very open handed with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a week later, well, go ahead. Yes. You, I was still in Indiana when you were here experiencing that. And meanwhile, I was experiencing my own, um, emotions with it all. And I was very unsettled, like super unhappy when it comes to what we were creating and giving ourselves to, you know, and spending, investing all of our time and energy. And I was having conversations with my parents and, um, you know, I was trying to sort through it cause I actually didn't really know what was going on. And then I had some realizations that things are just going to have to change. Like we can't keep doing this. It's not working. This isn't it. And I remember calling you and I expressed that to you. I'm like, if we, when I come back, like, and we jump back into this, it's going to have to look different. We just can't keep doing it over and over. Like this isn't the goal. And some, you know, so that's interesting that you, we were both in our own ways, you know, I think experiencing shifting happening or, you know, like our hearts being our minds and like all the awareness coming to all this, Yeah, you know? And that's why I went, well, I didn't go anywhere, but yeah, (laughs) that's why I, I I mean, I did go somewhere. Um, (laughs) my body didn't go anywhere. Um, but that, that was my intention was, uh, clarity. Yeah. Um, you know, I've learned through my other experiences that, um, you know, set setting and intention is so crucial. And, um, it was like clarity. I I need clarity. I was asking God for clarity and I needed a paradigm shift about the season that we were in. Yeah. And that's the best way that I know how to have a really intense paradigm shift, Mm -hmm. um, to see it from a different lens and a different perspective. And, um, and I trust the spirit to, to lead me, you know, into that. And so, um, going into that, knowing that it was very unknown for both of us, but wanting to have some sort of clarity. And I don't think I gained really any clarity at the end of it, other than what is like the greatest spiritual truth of all time. And that's let go. Yeah. Surrender. (laughs) Let go, trust, have faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's that was the biggest. And what was that when you got the on the year mark? That was the week later. That you, oh, but there was months back that you knew something was going to happen on our one year mark. That's correct. That's correct. Yes, I, I felt like I got a download from the Holy Spirit um, back in around that around that May time yeah, of that something significant was going to happen at the year mark for current. That's right. And, um, I wasn't sure what that was going to be, but that's part of why I laid down spiritual nomad and other things was to really focus and hone my energy in to, uh, prepare myself for what that would be. I thought that we were going to launch 
into a new be catapulted into like a whole <laughs> new thing with like an influx of people and everything you know yeah. that's that was my initial thought of the year mark as i got closer to the year mark i realized that that was not <laughs> what that meant no you know what i mean it was actually <laughs> Uh, just another layer of the onion to be peeled back, yeah. you know, to get down to the core of it, you know? Yeah. So when you had your experience, it was a week later was our year mark. Yes. That's One right. week later. One week later. Yeah. Cause I got home Yep. and it was like three or four days later. Cause I got sick. Yep. We all got sick. <laughs> so a week after that experience and that was the year mark and yes. you were home and you had just gotten started to get sick. Yeah. Started not feel very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was invited to go on a motorcycle ride and I'd been on a motorcycle ride with this group before one of the guys, uh, he's longtime friend. Yeah. Uh, and he started going to this assemblies at God church like a year prior. And, um, when we started current, they started going. To yeah, this that's right. Yep. And this lead pastor of this, I mean, it's a large church. You know, yeah. it's a pretty, you know, I'd say it's not a mega church, but it's, yeah, it's got mega church vibes. It does. Mad mega yes. church vibes. Um, but, it, you know, they have three services and I don't know what, maybe a thousand or so adults. Probably, okay. for sure, I would say. So just for context for people. Well, I'd been on a motorcycle ride with this senior pastor with my friend before. I mean, my friend was wanting me to go on a ride again. Um, and so I was like, whatever you know it's cool we'll go i go on this ride um towards the end of this ride the senior pastor starts to say uh hey been thinking about you to be a our campus pastor for our south ocean side location you guys meet on thursday nights this church campus has met on thursday nights and think it would be a really awesome partnership for you guys to you know be campus pastors here for our south o campus and at first I was like, I don't know, man, like assemblies of God, like I'm drinking beers. Like, yeah. I don't know what's up with all that. But he's like, is he drinking beer too? No. no. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but he has like he people from the congregation there that are. Yeah. He can't incriminate himself like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let's pause for a second. If you're listening to this right now and you've been following this podcast and my Instagram and my YouTube channel for any length of time. Do you, I mean, it's just so funny to me that I'm sitting here telling you that I laid down this podcast and was almost about to be a campus pastor to assemblies at God church. <laughs> like how far out is that? Yeah. You know, like I hope that whoever's listening to this is freaking <laughs> laughing because it's like, I think it shows our effort. Yeah, okay. I think it shows our effort. Okay, touche. That's what I think because, or think because we so badly want to do the thing that we came out here to do. That's true. And we've been on a long road, man. Yeah. And we did come out here to church plant. Yeah. And we've evolved and we've still had that like. I mean, so many times we try to throw in the towel to this thing. Yeah. So many times and it just keeps coming back around. Right. And I think, and this is where we'll get to where we're at now in a moment. Yeah. You know, because it's like, what's the, and that's to, to look back, what's the essence, not the form? Yeah. You know, we'll get there. Yeah. I'm just yeah. in, in a few <laughs> moments. Um, and so. I came home and I told you that this pastor was like, hey, uh, he's wanting us to maybe be campus pastors for this campus. And you were like, you weren't feeling well already. And you were like, <laughs> I don't know. You'd speak for yourself. But yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, I was out of it. I was like running a high temperature and everything. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and not to mention... I mean, I, I knew who you were talking about because you talked to me about him, you know, Yeah. Uh, whatever. And so I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Like, what, really? it, it, what, what was some of the conversation then from your perspective whenever I first met this guy on our first motorcycle ride? What? What do you mean? What did I? What you, did, were you saying? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you were not fond of, very fond of him, you know? I mean, it was very like, 
You're like, I know these kind of guys, you know, like I can like smell- typical type pastors that are trying to grow something and, you know, like yep. a lot of things get put on the line and, you know, things that matter don't and, you know, yep. like chew up people and spit them right out, man. And so I'm like, oh man, all right, let's think about, you know, and I'm like, I don't know, but the more you started to unpack yeah. some, what he offered you, it sounded, it's so weird where we were at in yeah. that place and time of like six months ago, six months ago. <laughs> and I feel like I was at such a place of like, I just feel like maybe I wasn't, I was far from our truth, maybe, yeah. but I so badly wanted to bridge some worlds, you know, that like, I think I was kind of numbed out in a sense of yeah. like our truth Yeah. that I'm like, oh, we can make this happen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We can make it like blindly acting like it's going to work. Yeah. And it's like, so anyways, as then you ended up sick. Well, <laughs> I, I think to speak to that for, for a moment. And this goes for, for many of us, clarity will cloud our true self. The seeking of clarity will cloud our real desires, our real intentions, who yeah. we really are, who we really want to be That's true. and how we want to manifest as the divine in the world. Mm-hmm. Wanting clarity and certainty will cloud that. And I think that we were at such a place where we had been putting it out on the line for so long with no real way of seeing how it's going to come together that I was willing to begin to sell my soul for a little bit of clarity and certainty. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the biggest attractions that I had is that he was on a mission still is you know which yeah another part of the story is he texted me you know a few days ago wanting to follow up on some things but you know the reality is people are trying to build something and i'm like well if i'm going to get in church i might as well do it with somebody who's ambitious and going to make something happen and can pay me and mind you we needed a building and he was offering that he was offering that was a a huge piece was like the building we were like wow we've we've been knocking on doors we've been calling places and no one wants a church and no one, you know, I mean, yep. thank God, but like, you know, I mean, thank God in our situation, we didn't get into something, right? you know, but, um, especially anything with a huge financial commitment, right? You know, like, oh my gosh. Which I almost did, you yeah. know, a couple of times, but it, the building was so enticing. The building was enticing. The possibility for salary was enticing. Yes. Um, and a worship also, team. I yeah, mean, it, like, like, it, it's like a little package deal, essentially. It was a full meal deal. And, you know, he liked that I was like a cool chopper riding, you know, long hair. He likes, he liked, and I think likes the idea of me. Yeah. But had shown through his leadership that he doesn't really care about me. And, and that's characterized of sadly many churches today. Like, mm-hmm he really sort of re re-emphasized what I dislike most about modern evangelicalism. Yeah. And had really, maybe I'm getting ahead of the process. Yeah. I was about bit. to say we didn't, uh, so I'm getting a little ahead of the game. So, um, but anyways, covering up who I am for the sake of some level of clarity and also on that, you know, journey of like, well, release the form and take the essence. And I'm like, well, if I can bring my essence into the form of a, you know, charismatic church, like God will do something with that. Yeah. And we talked about the, the, what was that? The silver lining or the golden, what do they call that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just like the golden thread. of Yeah. Like like if we can keep it simple and help really help people still with medit, we can speak on meditation still and, you know, things that are very helpful. Um, and you know, I remember we were talking about that, like we're going to hold on to this, you know, like, um, yep. And keeping it simple. And like, we really had a desire to, I remember I, I was, I had uh, a breakfast with, you know, my friend Frank and saying like, maybe with some of my spiritual nomad stuff, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I, I'm more far out, you know, yeah. and Christians just aren't going to quite understand that. And, and I was, uh, 
talking myself into an idea that I was being noble by taking a step back Mm -hmm. to help people take a half step forward. Yeah. And I sold myself on the idea of nobility, of forfeiting um, what I want to pursue in a more expansive spiritual state and go back into a more, you know, uh, I don't want to say go just go back into the 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 four walls yeah. if you will and and help people evolve and right very quickly i think we learned that you know people who are in churches are in there with full awareness and they're happy to be there and they're happy to just drink up all what it has to offer yeah they're not looking for no anything other than <laughs> the the status quo of yeah. of you know Hillsong and Bethel tunes and, yeah. you know, inspirational, you know, uh, teachings and stuff, which have their place, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel like there's a trajectory on deconstructionism where you're hurt and you're bitter and you want the whole thing to burn, mm-hmm. you know, and then sometimes you find yourself in a place where you are uh, a little scared, like you might have gotten too deep and you mm-hmm. go to some people try to swim back to shore, you know, and then mm-hmm. they they're like, I don't like the shore. And then they swim back out or whatever. Some people just don't at all. But uh, but there comes like an, a piece of the, the spiritual journey where you can honor and bless all the things that exist, even if you have a different understanding of, of how it should flesh out yeah. in the world. And so that's that's where I'm at with many churches is like, I don't need them to not exist or I don't need them to, they're not, none of it's my enemy. Right no person or organization is my enemy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all reflections of me. How do, how do I show up to, to myself and nobody else is going to hear those, Mm -hmm. those thoughts or feel those wounds. It's up to me to do the healing work of how I react and respond to organizations that are going to exist, whether I like it or not. And they're going to do their thing, whether I like it or not. And 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 people are going to, find hope and healing there Mm -hmm. too whether i am involved with it or not right you know well and with all this kind of going back like you were approached you weren't seeking so i think that was you know you ended up saying you know i don't want to speak for you but like we ended up going forward with this yeah but we also realized we're like this was on the year mark like he asked you on the year mark so there was like it was already a little like whoa that's kind of crazy okay maybe we should just walk through this door Mm -hmm. you know we don't have to say yes right now but we can walk through it and see how we feel as we meet with the you know the pastor his wife and then we get with their kids and you know we we their kids oh yeah they're on yeah (laughs) well their kids are like also lead worship and everything so like we were meeting the people on staff and we started attending um going to all the classes luke went to all the classes (laughs) i felt so bad (laughs) dude i jumped through all the hoops i went through all of the um all of the newcomer classes yeah all of like the fundamentals of the church classes we went to yeah all of the lunches oh yeah we did do that as a family uh, went to small group leader training yeah i mean we i led a six-week small group yeah together you know like we... which we knew and but that was in the time halfway through that though is whenever we realized yeah so we had some big revelations mm-hmm. And so you're right. So we, we hit the ground running in August yeah. and all August, all September, yeah. we were, Involved. I felt like I was there a lot. You were there all the time. I felt like. And, and I'm, by the way, PS, I'm not getting paid or anything. Yeah. I just, I just have the hope of, I'm going to be going potentially on staff pretty soon. Yeah. You know? Um, and so, uh, all that to say, spiritual nomad and everything is like not really on the the forefront of my mind. No. I put my and this is where this should have been a a tipping piece for it is knowing that whenever I had a meeting with with the lead pastor and he's like, "Let's move forward with this." We've taken it to the elders and whatever. That I had to go and turn my uh, Instagram on private. Yeah. For spiritual nomad, I turned it on private. I deleted everything out of the bio. Uh, I went and unlisted a bunch of videos on my YouTube channel. 
I made my website not visible for a little bit. All of that should have been so much evidence that I was selling out who I really am for just something and, and ended up, yeah. you know, not to cut the chase too quick, but I don't think, you know, however long we've been, this, you know, yeah. this is a good long episode. <laughs> um, but like I told my dad with this is that like, if you're familiar with old Testament, you know, I said that I feel like I sold my blessing for a bowl of soup, you know, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with that story. Um, and so I just felt like, man, like, I feel like I thought I had so much to offer this church and I convinced myself of it all. And I told myself that this was the thing that I was doing that was going to be like the best for my future. Like, I'm not going to lie. A big piece of this was like, man, if I can get in with a good big church in town, you know, we can buy a house, which is, we know, uh, yeah. we live at the beach in San Diego and so if we want to buy a house in our neighborhood that's the same size as our apartment, yeah. it's over a million yeah. bucks. <laughs> so, yes. uh, you We've know. we got our dreams. <laughs> and it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, and that's why we've invited you here today. Is it? No, <laughs> oh, just, <laughs> I'm just oh, no. kidding. Um, we got this great new product yeah. that's coming out. And we, want to tell, we want you to tell all your friends about it. All your friends. Um, (laughs) but really though, like there's a piece of, again, clarity clouds, your, your intuition for who you really are and the real manifestation of the gift that you have to give to the world. Yeah. Um, God doesn't need another megachurch pastor. Um, Mm -hmm. the divine, I mean, that's maybe that's a big statement, but. I really don't think that that the spirit is craving for someone to just crush that next three point message. Yeah. Like I think the divine is inviting all people into wholeness and facilitating space for people to go through the deep wounds that we have accumulated over the years so that we can get down to the true essence of who he's created us to be in his image and likeness and, begin to do the work of sifting through all the things that we have adapted and adopted into our life that are uh, potentially not in the best tune for living the incarnation that we've been gifted to live. Um, So yeah, we had that revelation about us (laughs) Yeah, um, in October ish, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. even before then we felt like that was coming to a close. So uh, to cut to the chase, I suppose, uh, we had this revelation of like, you know, I don't know what we're going to do mm-hmm. fully, but I'm tired of playing these games yeah. over here. Like communication got very sparse. We were told one thing from the pastor, then told another thing from mm-hmm. the executive pastor, and then the youth pastor would call and tell me something, and then something else would happen, and then... And then somebody died, and then the building, we couldn't use it anymore. Right. Really sad. But I mean, those things, it was just like writing on the wall. Yeah, so many Lots things. Lots of things. It's like, when things are not... I'm all about perseverance, and like, not always having to take the easy road, you know? But like, right. there are things that don't come together like yes there's a difference between like friction that is being used to start a fire and there's difference between that and then friction that is like being put on the brakes to stop the (laughs) car you know what i mean both are friction in different ways and uh your your heart knows Mm -hmm. which friction is being used to birth the fire of life and which one is being used to stop the thing that's happening yeah. from coming into existence. Yeah. And all of the friction that like we I felt. pushed through. <laughs> I had chest pains. Yeah. Like I had these mm-hmm. weird chest pains and I would have these like dreams of like speaking on stage there. But like nothing was coming together and like I my notes were all messed up and yeah. like all this stuff. And I'm like. I just was like having anxiety and I wasn't even on staff there yet. Which you weren't really even voicing that stuff to me. Like 
I think you kind of kept some of that stuff to yourself. Right. Um, because I Until was already... Until la- later. Well, yeah, you didn't. You told me like after, really, because I was already coming to my own as well. And we were both just like right on the same page when yeah. we were both sensing. Like it wasn't, you know, you didn't have to convince me. I was already like, yeah, this is not... This is not... I don't think this is right. Right. And then, you know, he wanted to bring us up on stage. Yeah. And... I guess like anoint us for what we're going to be doing and, and the whole thing fell wrong. Yeah. And it was like, I have to force myself to go up on the stage right now. Not because I don't, I don't care to go on stage. I just, it's like, this is not right. Yeah. This is not where we're going. But there we are standing on the stage. Yeah. We couldn't have the conversation, (laughs) you know, yet. (laughs) There we are. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. Me, by the way, yeah. you, we were having a conversation about how we were pulling the plug, and then you yeah. called me and was like, "Bro, we need you guys to come up on the stage." We and you're like to... staring at me. I'm like, well, I'm looking at Lindsay. Like, we just basically <laughs> like put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. And why did I just say, "Yeah, man, we'll be there"? <laughs> like, dang it, Luke. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But, but it's but, like, all but right. that, but that brought clarity it did it all that, brought going up on yes. stage feeling the feeling and we weren't the it only did. ones on stage luckily there were three yeah. other couples because there was four <gasps> new ministries that were going to be launching i'm just glad we didn't have to talk and like share, share. the heart of what we're doing it right. been like uh-uh <laughs> right i'm not lying up there i mean i kind of am by standing there but i'm not gonna you know yeah and we met some beautiful anything. people through the group that we did you know but yeah but on a different path Right, right. It's people that are on a different path. Yeah. And which, that's okay. I think it all served a purpose. I think that yeah. whole thing, like retrospect, I'm like, it was meant to be. It closed. It brought clarity for currents. It brought closure to currents. It um, it got us being extremely honest. Yep. It gave us a taste of what we thought we were wanting and realized we didn't want it at all. You know, yep. it got us very clear on our journey and path. Yeah. Which, mind you, it was very interesting is like things started drying up. Yeah, everything was starting to dry up and it just seemed like there were signs, you know, all around that this is like we need to come to a decision. If, yeah. if this is if we're really thinking about not pursuing this, like we need to we need to decide and we need to just get honest. And um, the honesty things started to change so much inner, like just inward even. Yeah. And then, you know, things take a minute to kind of catch up, I feel like, outwardly, like, uh, manifestations of, like, what you've decided, like, it takes a minute to catch up. But once it did, yeah. I feel like things have started flourishing the moment we were like, yes, this is what we want. Right. And we, you know, emailed, well, you emailed him and, you know, let him know. And it was like, things just unfolded so quick, started unfolding so quickly. And... um flourishing again right you know in our life yeah uh, and that's that's how things work and that's like where it's like where you sense things are flowing when you follow that things begin to come alive you know yeah and renewed and and i think one of the biggest things too is we realized we don't need to be clear on the future we need to just be clear about who we are yeah yeah and if we're clear about who we are then what we do in the world will become more clear and we'll we'll have vision in our mind uh, in our mind's eye mm. but also we'll have vision for seeing the right doors to be opened from that place of who we are yeah and i really feel like there was something significant about coming to the end of that and for me in the the growing pain season of like all of it had to do with identity from the beginning with current, you know, and being identified as a quote church planter. Cause that's what I came here to do, but not really feeling like that's what I'm really called to do in the world, mm-hmm. at least in this season, but doing it because I always said that that's what I was going to do. And then yeah. feeling the validation from some older leaders that were in the group, right? Like needing to feel that validation. It was all identity wise. And so the group got hijacked in a large way yeah. from other personalities because, you know, I was trying to seek approval of identity through what they were contributing, right? Or right. what they thought 
would be the best direction. Um, and then when we did go back to Indiana, tempted to take over my dad's church. My dad really needs leaders. He needs help. He would love to turn that church over to me back in Indiana, mm-hmm. tempted to do that. That was identity thing. It's like, man, I could jump into this seat and lead this thing. I know what to do, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, I just don't feel like that's it. Then going on the psilocybin journey and realizing I needed to release things. And then coming into this, it turns out I still had more work to do because I attached myself to this leader mm-hmm. who was validating me in my, you know, ministry calling, if you will, or whatever, going on that road and realizing all of it is void. Yeah. But you it, were realizing it quicker and quicker. Yes. You know, yeah, the turnaround time. I mean, I used to loathe for a long time. When, yeah. it, when the Spiritual Nomad podcast started in 2017, man, it would take a long time to process through this oh, stuff. Yeah. But it's just been growth. I mean, that's five years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so what I think is incredible is that, you know, we we just came to the conclusion that we are going to be who we are, radically who we are. We're going to rest deep in the core of our being and we are going to not move with anxiousness. We're not going to move with anxiety. We're not going to move, make decisions out of worry, out of panic. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to do things that we know are out of tune with what has happened in us and through us. Um, our story, we have not been brought on this pathway of deconstruction and spiritual exploration to just go back and conform. Right. And we've not ever felt the the need to call other people to conform, to be evangelists or anything, <laughs> right. you know, I want to help people create out of who they really are right. in their core being. And the reality is church seeks you to conform, to craft you to their branding. Right. And I just don't want to craft people. Mm-hmm. I want to help people create who they are out of the essence of their being and connect them straight to source Yeah, that they don't need a broker. The church plays the role of broker. And, uh, I'm a, you know, I got my insurance license. I'm not calling myself an insurance person anymore uh, because I'm not, I don't do that much insurance, but, um, I, I'm a, I've, I still have, you know, a book of business that I broker. Right. And it's like, people have to go through me to get to insurance carriers insurance carriers don't go straight to consumers and church has sort of taken that role of broker. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get the God throughout without us, man. Yeah. You can, you, you, we, we are the ones we'll get you the, we get you the deal on God. Right. And Jesus came to demolish that. Mm-hmm. And still today we've That's created true. and set up those barriers. And what we have decided to do is with helping people create who they are, create, who they are out of the essence and their true self identity. Uh, you know, let's talk about the project that we're going to do. That's a little bit more on a bigger scale, a little bigger vision, a little longer down the road, just for a few moments. Um, with that same heart of not seeking to conform. If you take the idea of church reimagined to its full capacity, it's not even doing quote unquote, church at all right to reimagine church is to completely (laughs) move beyond the boundaries and the expectations and assumptions that come with the word church and so that's the conclusion that we'd come to Mm -hmm. is like to be someone who is moving in a pioneering sort of way you're going to go into lands that are beyond what has been defined with neat nice city and county lines for analogy sake. Right. And so if we really are people who go against the grain, if we're people who want to share honestly from places like this, like the spiritual nomad and bring people on this journey of exploration and creation, then what would a space look like for that? And so, you know, um, we just decided that we were going to go in on, Uh, this idea of a spiritual journey center. Mm -hmm. And years ago, my friend had a spiritual journey, a place called the spiritual journey center in ocean beach. Shout out Clayton. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to go down there. It's the first place I was introduced to like singing bowls and meditation, but (laughs) like he had pastors there, you know, and I got invited there because I was, you know, 
new church planter in town and you, you were know, a little nervous i was like <laughs> yeah i mean you know With i was like singing bowls oh yeah this was before spiritual nomad yeah. started or anything this was like definitely like here let me help you thank you With the mic this is definitely like you know pre all of that yeah for sure like we were still like yeah <laughs> you know green yeah coming and being out here with stuff but um we've just decided that what we're gonna do is current is going to exist in its own way it'll still exist but not in pursuing creating like a church community mm-hmm. it's gonna exist in some other ways you're not here to hear about that though yeah you're here to hear about what is happening with spiritual nomad and so spiritual nomad functions as a counterpart of the spiritual journey center i think is the best way to explain that yeah and um a big piece of that is like we are creating a physical space that will facilitate people on the path towards healing and wholeness and uh we are taking proper steps to open that space that we've never taken before Mm. we're taking the I've never been good at taking the the long route. I've always just <laughs> wanted to start something overnight, like yeah. boom, wake up the next day and do it, you know? Um, but we're going to cultivate friendships and not things. I mean, we already have them. Yeah. I, we could start the spiritual journey center next month if we wanted to, but what we're going to do is, is really spend time. Continue to cultivate continue to cultivate even more relationships with people so that when we open this space probably in a year from now it'll be something that is a grand opening celebration and it's going to be birthed out of a place of real need and necessity and so um the things that i'm focused on for 2022 is spiritual nomad as it comes to instagram podcasting and youtube Mm-hmm. And um, we have a lot of content that's been coming out. I've been really on the content with Instagram. Um, podcasts are going to come out every Tuesday. Um, and just really focusing on cultivating that yeah. as not a hobby anymore, but as a vocation. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I'm doing. And then um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Got lots of fun stuff over there. And yeah. um, Lindsay's going to be. Uh, helping me too with a little bit of filming. We're, we're going out and about. Oh, yeah. No more just talking yeah. head videos. You know, we're going to be taking things out and about to the streets. Uh, next, I got some work to do. You do. <laughs> you do. We're going to be going out together and it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. So you'll see Lindsay's beautiful face more. And, um, but Rhett, that's really the thing. And the other element of this too is like uh, we have been introduced to a technology um called the ajna light and it's a light that is uh it induces you into a deep state of meditation that gives you shifting perspectives and paradigms without taking any sort of you know uh psychedelics yeah or medicine of any sort you know it's it's something that you can just lay underneath the light and you put headphones on and there's music and you lay on a bioharmonic bed with the light on and it brings you into different states of consciousness through sheer just vibration and, and sight and sound and just the the natural the senses. senses. Yeah. And it brings you into renewed paradigms uh, and perspectives. And so uh, my friend Craig introduced me to this. And, uh, you know, by the time you're listening to this video or listening to this podcast or watching this video, uh, the video will already be live. Um, check it out. I went up to uh, Venice to uh, do a light session with him, but wasn't my first time and definitely not my last. But um, that's a way that we are going to be connecting with people is uh, yeah. through our light bed uh, setup. Um, you can go to uh, into the light.space on Instagram and uh, follow it there. But it's just a, it's a technology. It is a uh, doorway to just continue to meet more people, people who are on this path. It's funky. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's not a church, mm-hmm. but it is walking on that path of wholeness and entering into deeper states of meditation and consciousness that awaken us to to who we are. Yep. 
and, and that's really what this whole thing's about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, that's what we're up to. And I'm really excited. I, I know that, and this is why I really waited to the end to share some of this is, I know I'm kind of taking the wheel here, but, um, <laughs> it's, it's annoying to hear someone talk about all they're going to do and then not do it. And, yeah. um, I've done that. I've been guilty of that with this podcast a few times. Um, but the heart posture is different this time. And if you've listened this long, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the heart posture is all about service. It's all about facilitating. It's all about holding space and serving and creating an environment for transformation. Um, and so I believe that what we're doing is not self-seeking in any way where the spiritual nomad before was about me having a place to have an open journal to externally process my stuff. Yeah. Um, that served a purpose, but it, then it was only in so far as I needed it. Mm -hmm. Um, the community that's come around this podcast and Instagram and YouTube, it's no longer just about me anymore. It's about me participating in the narratives of others to engage a bigger story of healing in the world. And um, with that, it's not a duty mm -hmm. to do. It's an honor. It's like a, it's a response to an invitation. It's a calling. It's something that is... Um, That is work, but it's work that is part of a a more grand, fulfilling narrative, you know? Yeah, I can see that. I can see the difference. Yeah. You know? You can? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you are you live in this house yeah. with me and, you know, the, the worldwide yeah. offices of the Spiritual Nomad also duels as my bedroom. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Yes, I can see the difference for sure. This time around feels, you know, it, it almost feels like it just feels right now. Yeah. You know, I feel like we're on it. We're, we're doing it and it's, it's all for the right reasons and it's coming from a place of truth. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Deep inner truth. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about, um, how do you feel about this season, Lindsay? I'm excited. I think that I definitely can tell it's going to be a season of growth for me. And um, anytime there's growth, you do have, you know, your moments of just like a little nervous or, you know, just about new seasons and chapters and things. And, um, but I'm so excited and I feel very settled in our decision and it feels right. But what about not being able to, plan for the future not being able to plan for the future yeah <laughs> i mean there's a level of that to some degree what <laughs> <laughs> i'm just pulling your i mean there's point. levels of it because you do you you still put out there what you do desire but yes. you release it yes and let it unfold as it will yeah yeah i think that's really good yeah i think yeah. that's good to learn regardless of what you're pursuing i think that's a good lesson to be learned. The open-handedness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because many others are, are being invited into contributing in their own ways as well, you know? Yeah. I, I, I hope that our story is one that's an inspiration for others. Yeah. And the truth is living in that place is, is uh, not for the faint of heart. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so good yes and there's nothing bad you can talk about it because yeah. it's it's beautiful yeah i wouldn't want it any other way yeah i love it thank you for sitting here with me and letting me riff and rant and uh <laughs> get things off my chest uh for you know where we've been and and where where we're going yeah. so you're always one of my most favorite guests. Maybe because, <laughs> you know, I just end up t 
talking a bunch. I don't know. Or you just like my presence. No. <laughs> you you help me. You help me articulate. Oh, good. Yeah. That's you help good. me articulate because, well, for one, obviously, I feel very comfortable with you, but for two. You're really easy to look at. <laughs> and uh, for three, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it's really interesting. Like I tried to record an episode like this, just looking into the camera and I'm like, I wouldn't watch this and I wouldn't <laughs> listen to this. Like it just was so not fun. You know, I was just like, oh, I'm just like transferring information to people about what they could expect and I'm wasting all this energy that I should be doing to edit this video right now you know whatever so thank you for for being here with me for spending time on the couch and uh friends you'll be seeing Lindsay more on uh on the channel and, <laughs> and uh, hearing her voice so she has a lot of wisdom thank you yeah <laughs> all right friends be sure to like and subscribe uh on the show leave a comment would love to have you leave a comment on itunes uh that's old school apple podcasts yeah. sorry it's not <laughs> itunes anymore apple oh. podcasts or uh, google play spotify i don't know wherever you listen leave a comment like it uh share it it all helps so much get the word out about what's going on if um you know somebody's listened to this show and hasn't in a long time and they want to update send it to a friend that showed you this podcast um, and we will see you on the next episode.